Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Monday, November 21st, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. We'll get started here with Chris Franklin and then Dave Zangaro. Hey, afternoon, Nick. Uh, now that you had some time, how you doing, man? And now that you had some time to uh, look at the tape. Now, how would you assess the way that the tight ends played in replacing uh, Dallas Goddard yesterday? Obviously, Jack Stoll got the majority of the snaps. Um, I think he had fifty-five or something like that. Uh, I think Tyree had nine, and maybe seventeen, eighteen for um, for Grant. And, you know, I know that the production, obviously, in the past game wasn't there, but I thought they did a nice job and did their and did their jobs. We had a, a couple penalties there, um, you know, by those two guys, uh, by Grant and by Tyree, or plays that we would want back. But um, I really did believe that, that Jack, you know, Jack is a dirty work guy, right? And he's kind of like uh, the of, of the tight ends. He's kind of like the Zach Pascal of the wide receivers. Like they might not, they might not stuff the stat sheet, but the th- things that they're doing are helping us win the game and being productive. And, and I thought that Jack played an outstanding football game. Uh, again, the reps will come for the other guys as, as the games go along. But I thought Jack was, Jack was outstanding in his role yesterday. And I thought the other two guys did a nice job in their role, but Jack really stood out in my mind. We'll go to Dave and then Rube. Hey, Nick, on the uh, the Jalen touchdown at the end there, uh, who came up with that wrinkle? And in general, how, how does that process play out when you put something on tape and, and you want to play off of it a little bit like that? Yeah, we it's obviously of all group effort. Um, you know, we all we all are thinking through things together. My uh, our my my favorite meeting personally of the week is the low red zone, tight red zone meeting. Um, it's a long meeting. It's a grind uh, where you're thinking about plays that are really that you probably get about uh, five to seven of them, and that's a lot, right? But it's like the grimiest long meeting that we got of the, of the week, and I and I always look forward to that so much, like because there's just so many things that can happen, and and we know that when you get down there, man, you set me up for a good question here. I don't know if you knew about this meeting. Well, you know when you get down there, it's like, hey, these are these are four point plays, right? And so, what I mean by that is like, hey, these these plays, if you if you succeed at them, right, you score touchdowns. If you don't, you potentially kick field goals. Or in that situation, we would have went for you know went for it on fourth down and and hopefully scored after that, but. These are four-point plays, and so it's just such a, you know, it's such an important part of the meeting and an important part in the week. So it's a it's a group effort of the runs and the passes that we come up with uh, to go into that area, um, and it's a full, you know, there's no, you know, it's a full. Everybody's in there, right? Everybody's in there uh, of the coaching staff and coming up with it. And you know, obviously, our job is to put the players in a position to succeed. And to get the ball to the players that that we believe will help us succeed the most, and and Jalen was on fire right then at that point, and uh, you know made a great play to to get in, and the, and the guys blocked their butts off. Uh, but so many different things can come up, excuse me, in the red zone meeting, and you got to be ready for just just like you do in the first and second down, and third down, 
But you got to be ready for anything to kind of come up there because there's a lot of different wrinkles and a lot of different things. The field shrinks. It's just a, it's just one of my favorite meetings of the week, and uh, our coaches have done a fantastic job of uh, you know coming up with a plan there uh, to get us to get us in the end zone. What day of the week is that? That is Wednesday. That is Wednesday. Okay. It starts. It starts a little bit on on Tuesday night. Some of the prep work of it goes on Tuesday night, but then Wednesday night. Man, it's a grind, and it, we call we all come out of there with our eyes wide open, and like you know, like that was a long meeting, but we know it's going to be worth it. You know, we know, you know. Now, shoot, if we can score from thirty yards out, we'll do that, right? And then you know, I have to not use that plan, but like when stuff like that happens, it's so exciting because it's just the amount of time and the grind that it is. Uh, man, I love that meeting. I love that meeting. You might have to ask some of the other guys if they love that meeting because it, it can be a grind. And sometimes they come out like, shoot, they, you know, we're about three plays there, but we spent about three or four hours into that meeting. But yeah. Is that meeting longer than that answer? <laughs> uh, no, my answer is usually uh, outlast any meeting uh, because I like to talk, as you guys know. Hey, I, I wanted to ask you uh, obviously, BG and Quez both had unfortunate. Uh, BG and Quez had unfortunate plays in the fourth quarter last week or on Monday, uh, and they both had big plays, obviously, in the fourth quarter uh, yesterday. Uh, how good was that to see? What does that say about those guys that they were ready when the opportunity arose to kind of, I'm sure those play, other plays weren't on their minds, but redemption uh, for both of them. How sweet was that? It was so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, I love that. You know, I love that this is such a great part of this game is that you get to win, lose, good play, bad play. You get to move on and play the next play. And, like, I hate to get full. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like life, right? And so you get to move on and play the next play no matter what. And all you can control is that next play. So – whether you made a great play or made a bad play or whatever, whatever it is, like you can, all you can control is the next one. And to see what those guys, you know, were able to do and come in there and make plays, right, speaks to who they are as people, who they are as players. That they're truly in the moment. Both of those guys truly in the moment. Quez had a big third down conversion. Obviously, he had the touchdown, but he had a big third down conversion too. Uh, where he had un- he had great ball security on that because he got whacked by uh, EJ Speed number forty five over there. Um, he got whacked pretty good there and, and held on to the football. And so, and then BG just has this knack of making plays in in, in critical moments, um, as this entire city knows. Um, and so, you know, it, it's great that those guys made big time plays. Doesn't surprise me. Um, and you know just have that next play mentality, next play mentality, next play mentality. It speaks to who they are, again, like I said, as, as people and as a players. Go ahead, Tim, and then Zach. Hey, Nick, can you give us some background into what went into getting uh, Sue and Joseph ready on, on such short notice? Um, you know, the type of hours Rocker and, and Sue and Joseph put in, uh, any anecdotes that stand out from the week? Sure. Like, it, it's just – you know, they're, they're obviously, you get there in, in that part of the week, like, it's it's a grind for for everybody involved. Um, and the time commitment, obviously, is, hey, whatever we got to do to get these guys involved. And, and Coach Rock did a great job of getting them the necessary materials and then teaching them 
it um, where they could understand it. And then again, it's just it's just a full. I don't I don't know if I have a great story for you or anything like that. But those guys worked their butts off um, to get it done. Um, that's why they're they're true professionals. That's why they've done it at a very high level in this league for a long time. Because a lot of guys have talent, but you got to be able to put that talent to use on the field, and these guys can think through it, and they and they have the talent. They first of all they have the talent, and then they have the ability to process everything to put that talent to use. And their detail allowed their talent to shine. Their intelligence of the game of football allowed their talent to shine in the game. And so it's just it's just a true team team effort to do that. They got to work their butts off. Coach Rocker's got to coach his butt off. Um, Gannon's got to do what they can do when they're in the game as far as the packages that we're calling. And so uh, true de- team effort by the by the defensive staff, true team effort by the you know the people in this building to get them here in timely fashion, right? How he how he goes through and does and does his magic and gets them you know signed, and then there's a whole bunch of people that you know like Katie David, the guest, and and Dan Ryan that have to get them here, right? And get them intertwined into everything, and the trainers to get them their physicals and the contract people to get them to sign the contract, like. It's a full-blown process, which is why this is a great team sport, right? And why this is a great organization led by Mr. Lori. And, and uh, you know, so um, unbelievable job by the entire building. And, and you know, Rock and uh, Coach Rock and uh, and the players, um, Sue and, and Linval, are going to get their – they're going to get all the credit, but there's a lot of there's a lot of behind-the-scenes things that are happening too that to even help that, you know, uh, furthermore. Go ahead, Zach and then Martin. Hey, good afternoon, Nick. As you have the uh, benefit of time now, are there any game management or time management decisions that if if you had the chance to do over again, you would? Yeah, you know, um, obviously we think long and hard about uh, all those decisions that we make. And, and, and it's interesting. I say long and hard about all those decisions to make. You only have about five seconds to make them in the game, right? So the process of when you make those decisions is throughout the week. And it's not only throughout the week, it's, you know, you're, you know, we have, we have two or three, we have two meetings, pardon me, that are devoted just to situational football. Um, And there's more than that, like two meetings of just coaches. And then they, they filter into two other meetings with the players. But you have to put yourself through those situations as much as you possibly can in, in those, whether it's watching all the fourth downs or watching all the, the two-minute drives and the, and the situations that lead into the two-minute drives. And you just try to put your – you try to find you – know, hey, this was, a new, this was a new situation that we saw right here. What will we do in this situation? And it's not just about the, the meeting time that you spent on, you know, the, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. It's throughout the league, right? All right, let's look at this decision by this coach in this scenario. What will we do here? So it's a long, thought-out process in, to get yourself to that. And why I say to that, too, is that I kind of have to make those decisions quickly. I, I know that. And I know that – and I do know that I, I'm the head football coach, and I and I and know all those decisions I'm accountable for. And – Sometimes they're going to work and sometimes they aren't. So what I have to do is be convicted about those decisions. And and like I say to you about a play that we run, right? hey, why did you go for it on fourth down here? Because I trust the players, right? And it's got to be the same thing there, Zach. It's got to be I'm convicted on this one to take the timeout, to, to, to try to draw them off sides and take the timeout on fourth down. 
because you know because of my studies of of what I've watched in the past, different things there, um, and I got to be convicted about that in the moment. If I'm not convicted about that, that's where I have a problem with with my decision making. Because I didn't go through the proper channels of getting myself ready to make that call. All those calls that I made yesterday in those decisions, and it's nobody else's decision but mine, all those calls I made yesterday in that decision, I felt like I put myself through the proper channels to do so. I felt like I made the call. Did I make the right call? Did I make the wrong call? I believed in my heart at that time based off of not not blind conviction, conviction of going through the process that I made the right decision in those in those scenarios. And I get, I get it. Sometimes that's going to work and sometimes that's not going to work. Yesterday, let's talk about the fourth down, right? On fourth and two. Um, I thought it was better in that scenario to have two opportunities to get the fourth and two done as opposed to just one. And what do I mean by that? Try to draw them off sides on fourth and two. Do we get it? Uh, yes, Goop, that's t- try number one. We didn't, we didn't get that. But then we have another try to get it. It's hard to get inside the 10, all right? So to save the timeout, get the ball back at the 50, potentially, maybe, right? You got to stop them. Get the ball back at the 50 and then go and try to get back inside the 10 again. So in my opinion right there, again, it was better for us to have two opportunities at fourth and two inside the 10, I believe we were on the nine at the time, than to only have one. We had we needed it on our second one. We didn't get them to draw off sides. All right, and then we didn't, and then we got it on the second one because of a great play by our offensive line and a great play by Jalen, and it worked out. I get that what would happen, right? If we didn't get it, there'd be. I, I understand that, and I got, I know what I signed up for, but my point of saying all that, and I probably educated a little bit more than I wanted to. Um, I always try to give you guys an answer, um, and there is a time for me to like not say what exactly what went into it. Um, um, today, today, I didn't think that was necessary. I felt like I can answer uh, as much as I possibly can here for you guys to to educate to you what I, and the fans what I'm thinking. Um, but, you know, I was convicted in that moment, and it wasn't blind conviction, and it worked. And I get, uh, but I get the other side of it as well. And there's and there's other things like that that go on as well. I didn't feel unprepared in any of those scenarios yesterday because the my staff and myself put ourselves through the uh, grind of it, and we'll do the same thing this week to get ourselves ready for Sunday. Rube, that was a long answer. Go ahead, Mark, and then uh, Nick. I think I'm getting a sense of why your meetings are so long. <laughs> <laughs> Rube, you got a lot of Rube, too. Rube, that was an outstanding, quick-witted comeback. All right, hey Nick. Uh, obviously, you don't have to go as long as you did with Zach, but um, I was curious. A couple weeks ago, I think you mentioned that at some point you guys are going to get tested, and obviously, you have the last two games. And I was kind of curious, like you know, what you kind of learned about your team in these last two games. Obviously, the one you lost, and then this one. Sure. Let's talk about the one that, that we won today, uh, you know, yesterday. Anytime you get a win on the road or you got a scratch, claw, and fight, it's a great it's a great character builder for your team. Anytime that your back's against the wall and you got to fight out of it, it's a great character builder for your team. You feel like you feel like no matter because we've been now you've been in all these different spots, down early, you know, down late, um, up big, like 
you feel like, hey, we've been here before because mindset is such an important part of this thing, right? Mindset is a huge part of this thing that you feel like we're going to, it's next play mentality. We're in the moment of where we are here because we've been in all these scenarios. We know how to win in all these scenarios. And so, you know, that's, that's what the positive, you know, of course you'd want to win by, you win by double digits. And, and I think for a little bit, we were up two scores in every game we played prior to the, to the last game, which is, which I'm not sure I've ever been a part of before in the first eight games of the year. Um, but I think when you have to win like that and it's got to be grimy and gritty, I think that's kind of who we are. We're nasty. We're physical. Um, that's the type of team we are. We had to win that way. Not that we haven't had to win that way with our style of play, but we had to win that way with our mentality yesterday, which is only going to build uh, character and build who you are as, as a football team. We'll take two more here. Go ahead, Ed, and then Josh. Yeah, hey, Nick. Um, I want to ask you about Jalen Hurts. Uh, He he ran 16 times. I think it's the most rushes he had since Arizona. Um, And I haven't watched the game again, but it didn't seem like there were a lot of off-script rushes for him. Like, there seemed to be more designed runs. Was that something – and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but was that something you saw that you you could take advantage of against the Colts? You know, it it it, uh, it definitely was more design runs than it has been in the past. Again, we you're always trying to do what you think's best to put yourself in a position. There's some of their defensive line techniques, um, you know, obviously you're you're always trying to put them in the best possible position you can. And so, you know, you you look at the way they're playing their their defensive line techniques. You look at the way they're playing their coverage techniques. You look at the way they're playing their coverages. All these different things, right? And you try to put them in the best position. Like the plays that we were calling yesterday, we felt going into the game we're going to be successful. That's why we called them, right? And it happened to be some of those things that we were doing with Jalen. So, um, and, and sometimes you 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 go through the game too, and you build confidence in a call, and you call it again, right? And so it's a little bit, hey, your game plan, what's working in the game? Um, and we just felt like right there at, at those times, especially in that last drive, like um, you know, in the last drive, we what it, it was it was kind of what happened, right? We went from a two-minute drive, right? We went from a two-minute drive, boom, we got that big penalty, and now now you're in a little, now you're not. You're more in normal football there, right, um, where you're just playing ball. So um, sometimes the situation of the game dictates that. Sometimes, uh, obviously, what you see on tape dictates that, and then how the game's going and the way you're seeing it and adjusting to it on the field dictates that. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, Nick, you briefly touched on, um, or not briefly, but you touched on Sue and, and Joseph's process uh, getting here. But uh, yesterday you expressed excitement and wanting to see how uh, Joseph specifically graded out. Uh, could you provide uh, your staff's uh, review on, on the tape from uh, his performance yeah, we, yesterday? We, we thought the not you know that the entire defense line played really well. So obviously those two guys played really well. And it was exciting to see that, and it felt like the, all the plays that we felt were splash or play of the game plays, type caliber plays, um, had something to do with that defensive line. And so it was all of them. Uh, you know, Sue and Linvell just they both played really outstanding games, um, and it was great to you know get them going and get in here and, and make an immediate impact. I think that's what we were all hoping for. And they did, and that speaks to the type of players they are, the types of pros they are, the types of teammates they are, and look forward to continuing to get them in and, and mixing them into an already really 
um, outstanding uh, defensive line that I think a lot of teams in this league would be salivating to have. And uh, I'm just happy that I'm the head coach here and, and they're on and they're on the, uh, the Eagles team. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.